Distinguished between distributions that can be rolled over into other tax advantage retirement plans and those that cannot. Let's first talk about rollovers from qualified plans, 403B plans, and 457 plans sponsored by the government. A distribution that is an eligible rollover distribution from any of these plans can be rolled into any other plan of these three types or an IRA. As we'll see in a minute, almost all distributions are eligible for rollover treatment. We use the term rollover to describe a transaction where the participant physically receives the payment and then rolls it over to an eligible plan. Now this rollover must occur by the 60th day after the day it's received, or the entire distribution is subject to income tax, and if applicable, the 10% Section 72T penalty tax. It is true that the law was changed a number of years ago, and the IRS will waive the 60-day requirement, but only when the failure to satisfy the 60-day rule is beyond the reasonable control of the individual. Another problem with a rollover is that it will be subject to mandatory withholding. 20% of the benefit must be withheld if the benefit is paid directly to the participant. Now, technically, a participant who only receives 80% of the benefit could come up with the additional cash to roll over 100% into the new plan or IRA. Now, fortunately, there's a solution to the withholding problem. The law requires that participants in qualified plans, 403B plans, and government-sponsored 457 plans be given the option to roll the benefit directly into an IRA or other eligible retirement plan. When there is a direct rollover, there is no 20% withholding. Also, there is the assurance that the 60-day rule will not be an issue with a direct rollover. Now let's define an eligible rollover distribution. It's any distribution except for distributions that satisfy the required minimum distribution rules, hardship withdrawals from 401k plans, and long-term periodic payments, which include life annuities, joint and survivor annuities, and period cer certain payments of 10 years or longer. Now, several of these exceptions will come up in practice. Let's say an individual retires at age 73 and has been taking minimum distributions. He wants to roll over his $100,000 benefit, and the required minimum distribution for the year is $7,500. He can roll over all of the distribution except for the $7,500 required distribution. Now, you might also get someone receiving a life annuity who might ask you if they can roll over one of the payments that they don't need for living expenses into an IRA. The answer is no, they can't. It's not an eligible rollover distribution because it's one of a series of periodic payments. Now, let's talk about IRAs. Rollovers from traditional IRAs, SAPs, and SIMPLEs are somewhat easier since the 20% mandatory withholding rules do not apply. Once in a traditional IRA, in most cases, the entire IRA amount can be rolled over into another IRA, or for that matter, a qualified plan, 403B annuity, or 457 plan. There is one exception. Non-taxable amounts, once in an IRA, cannot be rolled into a qualified plan, 403B annuity, or 457 plans. Even though the mandatory withholding rules do not apply to IRA rollovers, a participant rolling over from one plan to another should have the assets transferred directly from one trustee to the other. This transaction, usually called a trustee-to-trustee -trustee transfer, ensures that the participant does not violate the 60-day rollover rule. Even considering the potential for a tax problem, you may have a client that wants short-term access to an IRA account. It is possible to withdraw some or all of the assets from a plan for up to 60 days. 
if a withdrawal is made and then returned within the 60 days, this is considered a rollover. But if you do this, another rollover cannot take place for one year from the time of the original withdrawal. Death beneficiaries also have the right to a rollover in certain situations. A surviving spouse receiving an eligible rollover distribution from a qualified plan, 403B annuity, or 457 government plan may roll it over in total or in part to one of these plans or to a traditional IRA. Now similarly, a spouse or former spouse entitled to payment of benefits under a qualified domestic relations order, known as a quadro, is also entitled to a rollover. If the spouse inherits an IRA, he or she can leave the IRA account in the name of the decedent or roll the benefit into his or her own IRA. Technically, the account can simply be retitled without even changing the IRA vehicle. The decision whether or not to retitle the account into the spouse's name has an impact on several related tax rules. If the spouse has not yet attained age 59 and a half, changing the title could result in penalty taxes if withdrawals are made by the spouse prior to age 59 and a half. If the account is left in the participant's name, any payments to the spouse are considered death benefits exempt from the 10% penalty tax. On the other hand, retitling typically has the advantages under the minimum distribution rules. Fortunately, there's no time limit on the ability to retitle the IRA, so the spousal beneficiary could leave the benefit in the name of the participant until the spouse attains age 59 and a half and then retitle it in his or her own name. If a non-spouse is the death beneficiary of an IRA, then the IRA is treated as an inherited IRA. The IRA is generally a, a flexible vehicle that allows the death beneficiary to take withdrawals as slowly as required under the minimum distribution rules. Non-spouse death beneficiaries are also allowed to roll distributions from a qualified plan, 403B plan, or government-sponsored 457 plan into an inherited IRA. This again gives the beneficiary the ability to extend benefits as allowed under the minimum distribution rules. Today, qualified plans must give death beneficiaries this option, which must be accomplished with a direct rollover to a newly established inherited IRA account. 